generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. <laughs> Play the song for Conor McGregor. Pilot with the map out. Make a tether, with that song, tap out. Put that shit on again for Conor McGregor. Tap she out. She got that deep make her tap out. 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 Cut the song, DJ. <laughs> Mate, I went down a rabbit hole recently of watching the build-up to the Mayweather-McGregor fight. It's an impressive production. Yeah, and each of these whatever they were, promo yeah. activities and Press stuff. Press conference type yeah. things. So many good moments from them, but the great, how many fights has he won now? Mayweather? 50-something? 50 52, yeah, or something. And never lost, telling Mr. McGregor, Conor McGregor, that he's a tap out. But I tell you what, they have certainly not tapped out their income potential because <laughs> shit, they make a lot of money. They do, man. Man, it is frightening yeah. the level of cash that can be made in entertainment and boxing and things like that. But back to the shores of New Zealand so that we can keep it local. And I spotted this article, mate, and I thought I might share with you and the listeners who may not have seen this from stuff. Here's what you should be earning based on your age. Now, mm. Before we dig into that, that's a great title for an article, which could be worded, the median income of each age bracket. Yeah. <laughs> which do here's you what, think is going to get more clicks? Yeah. How, here's what you should be earning <laughs> based on your age. Of course, people are going to want to click on that. And we might even dig in and see if anyone's commented. I think that I've got... I don't hate that, though. I comments like turned off. They're getting people with that. Yeah. I'm all about that. With a stretched labour market, fast salary growth and a cost of living crisis, it's hard to know what you should or could be getting paid. Statistics New Zealand annual labour market statistics showed median weekly earnings from wages and salaries increased by $84 or 7.1% to $1,273 in the year to June 2023 quarter. Median weekly earnings up by 7.1% from a year ago. Now, I think you're going to rinse a good 30% of that because 1273, let me just run some calcs here, times by 52. So you're in the 30% tax bracket between 48000 and 70000 because it's gone up by $84. Are they talking about gross here? Yes. 66200 basically. Yeah. So that's, you're going to lose... Of the $84 increase, the median per week, you're going to lose 30% of that to tax. 
So the 7.1% increase times that by 0.7, a 4.97 net increase, which is less than inflation. Mm. Anyway, we yeah. talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, how dear. do your earnings stack up compared to others your age? Well, let's go to the teens. Those aged between 15 and 19 had a median weekly income of $300 and $390 in the year to June. That's $20,280 a year before tax. So 15 to 19 year olds, a median of about 20 grand a year that they are making before taxes. That number doesn't really matter, does it? Because most of them are like school and part-time doing supermarket work and stuff like that. So they'll be getting smacked up at about 10.5% tax between zero and $14,000 of income. Mm -hmm. And then that increases once you get past the 14 to the 48 to 17.5, I think. This all could change if National get in, Mikey. I don't think I'll they to, will. <laughs> I'll have to learn. Well, you don't think they'll get in or you don't think the rates will change? No, I don't think the rates will change. I oh. think they're definitely getting in. The median hourly wage was $24, which was $1.44 more than those on minimum wage. So teens are making more than minimum wage, which is $22.70 per hour from the 1st of April 2023. That's mm. interesting, eh? It shows you, teens, you can make more than the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's carry on. Those in your 20s, those aged 20 to 24, cracked the $1,000 mark for median weekly incomes in the past year. Their median pay jumped from nine fifty four in 2022 to $1,008 this year. That came to $52,400 before tax. I think when I left uni, so I would have been, shit, would I have been 21, 22-ish? I think I started on 36 rack. Adjusted for today's figures, that's probably $294,000. <laughs> maybe it might be about the same we could actually run some calcs to see but so their median hourly pay was about $26 on par with the new living wage which increased from $23.65 in September those aged between 25 to 29 were earning a wee bit more their median weekly income was $1,247 or $64,844 a year before tax now remember as well our 33% tax bracket kicks in at 70000 so every dollar you earn above $70,000 will be taxed at 33%. So say you earned 80000 10000 of that would be taxed at 33%. Then we have a 39% tax bracket. There's so much tax, eh? Oh, mate, it's a lot to fucking remember and keep explaining. The median hourly earnings were $20, uh, $2 more than the previous year. Now into the 30s, earning a median, median weekly income of $1,360 in June compared to $1,285 the previous year. This came to $70,720 before tax, about $33.50 an hour. Between 35 and 39, they are looking at an annual salary of around $74,880 median, so that is $1,440 per week. Now into their 40s, this is what's interesting. People in their 40s didn't earn as much as those in their late 30s. For those aged 40 to 44, median weekly income was $1,400 or $72,800. So it's actually less. Oh, you've peaked. Yeah, you're peaking your 30s. That uh, For those aged 40 to 44, oh, sorry, yeah, that's right, that was 72800 That age group cracked the $1,000 mark for median weekly income in 2013, so pay for this age range has lifted by $400 a week in the past 10 years. Hmm. 
Meanwhile, for people in their late 40s, the median weekly income was only $19 more than those aged 40 to 44. Their median hourly earnings... Oh, you're on the downhill slide. Yeah, it's sad. Into the 50s. (laughs) After more than 35 years in the workforce, those in their early 50s were earning less than those in their late 30s and 40s. The weekly median income for 50 to 54-year-olds was $1,396 or $72,592 annually before tax. 50 to 59 year olds were a little bit less with a median weekly income of 1343 or 69,836. So in your, thir- in your 50s, you're starting to come back below that 70. Interesting. So you sort of you have a good, a good run of growth until your mid 30s and you sort of think you're getting going, but then reality hits and in your 40s you start plateauing and as you get a bit older, it just collapses. According to this median data, Mikey, yes. <laughs> yeah, that is just Because bugger. into your 60s, those aged 60 to 64 earn a median 1280 a week or $66,560 a year before tax. Now that is obviously 65 is when the pension kicks in, so mm. the data probably all gets skewed. And what, as always, these are medians, you know, this is some data collected, but it's Statistics New Zealand. It's, it's our premier collector uh, of data. Now, mate, I read Think and Grow Rich, and I often say, have a read of that. You know, it is a Bible of information. And one of the main things that I took from that is that, you know, people do their big earning between their 40s and their 60s. Mm. You're very productive. You can get through a lot of shit. experience. Yeah. So then I read this, and I think, well, the data in New Zealand doesn't correlate with that. But one thing that I learned was to stop swapping my time for money and start swapping my value for money and then you can earn more now there are obviously a number of different ways to do that but this highlights for me that if we don't teach young people to become more valuable we will continue to have a workforce who swap labor units for money and probably get through their entire life going this is shit and now I'm getting older, I'm more experienced, I'm wiser, and I'm getting paid less. That would probably fuck me off. I could see why people would get fucked off when they get a bit older, thinking, this, hang on. Yeah, if you read through those numbers again, we basically top out at like 70 grand a year and that's it. Yep. Yeah, that is pretty, that's pretty shit. Yeah. Like if I, you're on the way to 70 grand, it would feel cool because you're getting there, you know, you're going from 50 to 60, get up to 70. But then if someone told you, that's it, mate. Even actually, it'll it'll drop off a bit later on. I'd be like, fuck. That yeah. sounds hopeless. Yeah. I mean, obviously everybody has a different way they want to live their life and different aspirations and stuff. But I know when I was in my 20s, even before I was 20, I was thinking 100G income. You know, I'm, I'm targeting that. Mm. Now, given that was 15 years ago, beyond, pre all this inflation and shit, mm. Probably the same as 300 now. Yeah. You know, I must have been, something for me was I'm going to target a decent level of income and that's that's all good. I'm going to have a crack at doing that. And to think that the median for Kiwis is they don't crack the 70 or they sit around the 70. Mm. I don't know what right or wrong is, but uh, I'll tell you what 70 grand after tax and KiwiSaver is and that is $52,809. Which is and at 3%, basically, basically 990 bucks a week. You're only dumping $2,100 into your KiwiSaver as well to prepare for your retirement. Yeah. But, 
Plus your employer contribution. Keep the contribution. change listeners are not median people. They aren't. They are above the line. They're grunty. And we go and we chase down things that are bigger than the average. Yes. And because if you continue to do average things, expect average results. If you want above average things, you must do above average work, planning, discipline, all of it. And then you will get given above an average income, wage, whatever, hourly rate, however it is. And I think these articles, mean title. Great title. Great title. And also, you know, the information's probably sound. It's from StatsNZ, good to go. But it doesn't, I feel like I've lost a portion of my life that I'll never get back listening to you read that. (laughs) Sorry, mate. Yeah. It was punishing, wasn't it? It was punishing. Yeah. But I knew that we've got listeners people, of all ages. Yeah, but people will read that stuff and be like, oh. that You know, if you read that and you're like, oh, if that's what the average Kiwi continues to earn, I would be like, oh, that doesn't inspire me to go out there and do more because, like, that's it. That's what you earn. You know, I don't, yeah. And I just think be careful with consuming that stuff, eh? Yeah, and going, okay, you know, that's my ceiling or mm-hmm. that is... Because you want to know, because you want to know your age bracket to figure out, am I above or below that? And if you're below that, then you get pissed off. If mm. you're above it, you're like, okay, I'm doing well. Mm. But really, this is just another nothing article with some information in it to conjure up some feeling for the reader. Yeah. The one thing, um, I mean, these are the numbers, so they've got them, but I reckon in the last six months, I've never heard so many people that earn $100,000 a year or more say how the fuck is anyone earning less than this and getting on right now? This is like, I reckon, the most common passing sentence among like group of people that I sort of know, even people when I have mortgage meetings with them, like they make a hundred grand or a little bit more than that and they're like, Jesus, like is the median 65K? How the fuck would you do that? Like it's, it's tough out there. It is. And, Sucking in that information and then being okay with your like just above or below doesn't help that scenario. No. So I think, yeah. Here's what you should be earning based on your age. <laughs> should. Yeah. Should. Yeah. It's such a horrible word to use there, eh? Yeah. There is no rules. You can yes. earn it so many different versions of that. Like there is literally no rule that says anyone should be earning anything. The answer should be one line what you are capable of. Yeah, exactly. That's what you should be earning yeah. based on your age. And yeah. we're all capable of different things. Mm-hmm. And we all have seasons. We have times we were in the workforce, we were out of it. We have times we were building, so our incomes are lower. We have times we were collecting the fruits of our labor. But this is a very generic set of information that I think people may really enjoy comparing to because humans love comparison. Mm. But be this, careful. Yeah, this breeds up. Like a a like a subscription based. This is how I go to work and get paid for the rest of my life type mindset too. Whereas like, I went for a period with making zero, so I could make sure that I made more in like two or three years time. And like, where's the articles about those those people? Yeah, you know, like this person took a hiding for two years, but then made two hundred grand. There's nothing about that. Like, I instantly fall into the category that's like, oh, you're a one percenter. Yeah, but I fucking wasn't. I was mm-hmm. like, 
worse than on the benefit because I wasn't taking government subsidies while I was doing it. Yeah. I literally had less than everyone to go and do the hard work and to make sure that I could build something up. But that doesn't get talked about. That doesn't go into the stats NZ data. Yeah. I think, as always, I talk about encouraging people to learn about how you actually get paid and what you get paid for, and it's delivering value to mm. the marketplace. We teach people to swap their time for a job and therefore a dollar unit per hour. Yeah, it's the opposite of delaying it because you become reliant on the security of the paycheck each week. And if more people learnt about how to swap value for money... They can do it. They can do it. It's very hard to believe. I've said this before, but if I said to you, in two years' time, I'll give you 200 grand, but you're not allowed to get paid until then. You'd fucking figure out a way. Mm. Most oh, people mean, can. Yeah. Most people can be resourceful enough to work that out. Yeah. You know, but we don't because we're like, nah, I like the $1,000 a week rolling in from my job. Yeah. You know? It reminds me of the pod that I did with Josh. Yep. Where I said to him, are you a top earner? In New Zealand, you know, you're in the top tax bracket. And he sort of, he was very coy about it. And it's a bit rough. I put him on the spot and basically asked him what, what he get paid. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing you should never do, ask people what they get paid. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, mate, we're going to clip this out and run it as a reel. <laughs> and now 130,000 people have seen it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mean. Now. That's pretty cool. I asked Josh, are you above or below? You know, And he basically said, I soon will be. And I yeah. said, so you're, I said, we just want to touch on this because you didn't go to uni. You didn't have a job, you know, you've figured out how to build audiences to help other people do that and you're adding value to them by helping them get clients and you're getting paid in return for that. And you can be at the top in the top tax bracket in New Zealand and it's inevitable that you will be. What is that three percent? Yeah. And he said, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, like that's as far as the convo went. <laughs> There's a comment on that. With tons of likes. And it's basically along the lines of Oh, this is disgusting. If you think that, you know... <laughs> the fucking patriarchy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever that is, we still don't know. If, you know, if you think that's the metric to live your life by, then, you know, you might not be adding anything to society or something like that. And it's got... I just replied, it's just like, oh dear, oh dear, what a weird take. It's, yeah. it's not even what the clip is about. The clip is... Encouragement for wow, this dude has made it seem so simple that this can be possible to become top tax contributor in this country. Yeah, but then you have the person who's like, But you know, oh, some weird thing about what are you contributing to society? Something's a shitload of tax, yeah, for one, <laughs> wouldn't be getting paid by these people uh, because it, you don't get paid if it's not valuable, so yeah. therefore, you must be helping them and they're seeing. That that's valuable. That. So then they're transacting with you. Yeah. And what's to say that Josh doesn't take the rest of that and donate a stack to church or maybe to ch- child cancer that you might need one day um, or something? Well, actually, we did a donation the other day. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I don't know if we should talk about this, mate, because we might pull requests. No, 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 no. That's true. Yeah. No, I don't want to talk about it. But you just yeah. like, you have the ability to do that once you've yeah. been able to work out how to trade that that sort of societal norm of like the the nine-to-five wage economy. But also, why does someone making close to 180 grand, and we celebrate that, why does it trigger someone to go, like, oh, you're probably not, or you might not be, 
you know, there's more to contributing to society than making money or some bullshit thing like I that. I think it's your favourite. I think it's been, I think it's actually been marketing now. I think mm. people are starting to believe the marketing from, you know, politicians and, and you know, personalities that, that sort of run that narrative. And it, it's just been this big marketing game that, like, the rich are bad for so long um, that people actually believe it now. Yeah. yeah. As a young dude being like, I didn't go to uni, I figured this out, I was just building, Inst- well, not just, but I was building Instagram audiences and... Yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable that you're asking me about this on a fucking live podcast, man. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess I am in one of the, you know, I'm one of the top earners in this country. Yeah, cheers for asking. The Luke. funniest thing I've found is that you, I, I have, I have one year of earning good money, and then run my mouth on a podcast, and everyone thinks that I'm fucking Bill Gates, and like, even if you just have can't save that much. I don't have that much fucking money. Yeah. Like it's just been one good year. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like it's fucking wild, and they think that like, yeah, I don't know. You have to do it over and over and over for decades to create wealth out of it. Yeah, yeah, actual wealth. Like, yeah, one year of 180 grand is not life changing. Yeah, you have some nice little things happen to you, but I promise you, if you do not fucking keep your foot on the gas and try and push harder to maintain it and grow it, vanishes in a flash, and it's like it never happened. Well, I'll tell you where sixty grand of it goes to. <laughs> taxes. <laughs> Not Texas. Taxes. Taxes. Yeah, taxes. <laughs> so you get a hundred and twenty K of your hundred and eighty. That's what yeah. you're left with. Ten grand a month. Yeah. Great, you know. Anyway, I did crack up. Someone replied to this person and said Tell us you're not broke without telling us you're broke. <laughs> Something like that. I'm like, oh man, comments just went. But this lady's comment had, you know, so many people liking it. And I think again, it's just, you know, it doesn't surprise me anymore. And it's probably why that video has got so many views because, mm. um, you know, people are intrigued by how does this person make a hundred and it's mainly NVA. Yeah. And then there's the envy bit. And then it's like, you know, you, you've already decided that's not possible for you or that you people are assholes, so then you've got to leave your comment saying why, well, cool story, mate, but that's shit. Mm. You know, you're probably an asshole. Mm. It's kind of what you're saying with your comment. Yeah, it's weird. I sometimes, like, because I reply to some, like, quite a lot of comments, I'm quite good at it. Um, But some of them, I end up in fights, and then I just, the end of it, when it's all over, I just say, I promise I'm a nice guy. They normally never reply. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Their minds are already made up, mate. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm an asshole. <laughs> One thing that people did enjoy recently, mate, was, oh, there's two things here before I get to that. Going back to median, and we were saying keep the change listeners are not median, they're not average. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope we're aspiring for more. And you might not be in a season to do that right now, but it's all good to aspire for more. Well, I don't know, great. man. I'd say the amount of messages that come through, like... Some hungry motherfuckers. There's some hungry ones and some very thankful ones too. Yeah. And there is definitely some like above the line shit happening right now. The nurse recently quit the job, makes a hundred grand a year as a PT. So many nurses, what do they do? What do they do? Tell me, I'd love to know what they do. I'm mm. a nurse. Tell me what they do. Mm. It's unrelenting. Mm. Like Jesus nurses. <laughs> don't yeah. know. Maybe private nursing. Could be something real simple. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be a PT. It could be anything. But yeah. uh, going back to my point is that I decided a long time ago, I don't want to be average. So then these numbers, I look at them and go, well, they ain't for me. You know, they're not, that, nah. that's not me. As be- soon as I see average, I just turn the page, mate. Yeah. And you know, for some people, 
Um, this is like the classic thing you could clip out and people go, what a f- couple of fucking assholes. You know, this is, you know, <laughs> listen to their ass. I might do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I see average and turn the page. But I knew that I'm not average. So why would I try and be... Emulate averageness. Yeah. So then I start looking at 1% statistics mm. to go, well, I believe I can be a 1%er. So what do they make? What do they stack? Mm. What do their lives look like? What are they doing? Could I? And a lot of the things I couldn't yet, but yeah. I'll have a crack. Yeah. I'll collect the data to figure out is it doable? Um, and then you have a go. Not for everyone, completely sweet. But I think a lot of people listening to this, they're sick of average, they're sick of median, they're sick of the general shit. And they are thinking, what can I be doing differently? What things do I need to do? Yeah. How hard are those things? How many of them do I need to do? For how long? You know, teach me what other people are doing. And that's the point of asking someone like Josh, how much do you make? Yeah. Okay, 180K, bang, mind blower. Could be a 20-year-old listening to that that goes, you know what, Like maybe I should explore that further. Or maybe I was on the right path and mm. I gave gave up too early. This dude's done it for eight years. Perhaps I gave up at eight months and I was missing the seven years in two months. Yep. You know, and you, we need examples of people thinking differently. And one way that we've done that recently is the podcast that we did where I was asking you about your income. Mm. I actually had a number of messages where people, when I asked people recently, what's been your favorite podcast of late, people saying the one about Mikey's income was mind-blowing for me. Mm. And it was mind-blowing for me too when I learned about it. <laughs> <laughs> Trail income and whatnot. And that was spurred by me having a conversation with one of my good mates over breakfast and I was explaining how a mortgage advisor gets paid and he's like, bro, what the hell? Like, yeah, what yeah. the hell? What do you mean trail income? What is that? Why, why did I not learn about that? And he's in his 30s, you know. And I thought, well, shit, we probably should do a pot on that. And the amount of people that have said, whoa, okay, that's made me you know, think massively different yeah. about this. I also had a really interesting conversation with a client recently where they've built their business to a point where it's very stable and it's nice and they've broken the back of it. And if things get rocky, they can probably decrease the number of people they have. They've got all the levers that they can pull and they get it. And I said, now you've got a really hard decision. Is this income level enough or is it not? You know, you could stay here and you've built what you wanted to build, but you need to have a think about what you want it to be next. And so they're going away to do that. But said the goalposts are always moving yeah and i said depending on what you want to do in your personal life i.e bigger houses bigger mortgages etc more toys is probably then going to drive how you big you think your business needs to be but you need to be very careful about the decisions you make over there because you've basically built what you set out to build from the start and you've done it reasonably quickly goalposts do move man and like it is interesting conversation I have with myself all the time because there was there's been a time in my life where I have massively surpassed like you with your 100 grand target mm. long time ago it's all over yeah and then you're like all right I better reassess this shit because you pass it and then you do the next thing and then you know and I think what happens is we don't the longer it goes and the more you move the goalposts the more believable these sort of levels become and like in my head, it is very believable to make a million dollars a year, but heaps of people listening would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like the median income 66 or whatever, or I'm making 95. You're greedy, man. Whatever it is, like it just sounds to a lot of people, but for me, it'll be like 
I've got plans to surpass that and go somewhere else. But I didn't used to. And it's very certain in my mind that it will happen. And it and it's I've almost kind of created it and how it will look, what it will feel like, the way that I'm gonna live when I have it. Like I've al- almost I don't know. Like it's almost already happened in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And then at some point though, because it was one hundred and it was two fifty and it was the next one and it was the next one and then you like keep moving it. And then at some point though you have you do have to have the conversation with yourself, I think. Being like, how do you want to how do you want to go? Like, do you actually want to go all the way for the rest of your life? Because then you're not playing the money game anymore. You're playing the game. Yeah. And then, you know, like who fucking cares if you make ten million a year or, or fifteen million a year? You're not gonna feel the difference. Literally is just sport then. You're just trying to get a bigger number. But you have to make that call at some point because a lot of people I reckon it's okay too if you get to like at your number in terms of your income and then you can go and do your things over the next five years, buy a house, pay it off faster, whatever it is. Fucking mean, like all credit to you, eh? Yeah. But you have to be able to have that conversation with yourself. Yeah. I remind myself, like, fuck, careful, mate. You never thought this was possible. <laughs> it comes back to what you want, right? Yeah. The the thing with the the client too that I said to them because they said they asked me the world's most difficult question, do you have like a level of income that we should be making? It's like sort of the perfect <laughs> amount. I was like, yeah, hey, um, I'll just quickly ring God and ask if he knows yeah. what the answer is, or he, she, they, them, whoever. I'm like, well, you have to remember as well that you're building a business and you could sell this. So maybe you could go back to a lower income for the coming years, but set it up to sell it and then you get your payday. They're like, ah. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, I just unlocked another chapter in your brain, eh? They're like, yeah, now we've really got some thinking to do. And I said, or you could squeeze every dollar of profit out of this because that's what you want to do because you want to clear some debt or you want to do things with that money personally. Mm. But you get to decide and I'm not here to decide for you. Mm. You know, you've got to decide. But I think what people liked about your pod about the the way that income gets paid is that you're building an asset as well as you're getting paid mm. and you can decide, okay, how do you do that and, and how hard do you go and, and you can really... It's play really it. fun. Like, st- yeah. I'm so fucking far away from it that it's it's not even like that much on my mind but it's fun to think about because if you are going to sell a business, it has to be prepared correctly too. And... Like, I have a rough plan if I decide to exit one day. Um, and it would take, like, two years, I reckon. To execute the exit plan. Yeah, because you'd, like, you'd have to, it's like, right, let's pull, out, let's pull out the notes for the exit plan. Here's how we have to set this up, this up, this up, this up. That will take six months. We're going to rearrange this, blah, 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 whatever it is. Because you want to sell it so it operates without me, but I like working in it at the moment, all mm. this kind of shit. So, like, there's a whole other journey for a business person there. But yes, you are building an asset. Yeah. Yeah. To go back to some of these numbers and then we'll get up out of here, mate. Yeah, we've really gone away from the median income thing, haven't we? (laughs) No, it's good though. (laughs) Is that one thing that these articles always forget to mention and you will forget to think about when you are comparing yourself to these numbers because as much as we're saying, hey, be careful of it, I know that you are. This doesn't touch on tax credits. It doesn't touch on working for families tax credits. It doesn't factor in in any government contributions that are coming back to you, maybe the KiwiSaver contribution. Mm. And we loosely know that 50% of households 
don't pay any tax. They don't pay any net tax. They are receiving more back in some form of support, whether it be childcare, assistance, and just all the different things that you can get, an EV rebate. 50% one and two households are receiving more than they are actually paying. This doesn't touch on that. So you may be thinking, well, I'm this age bracket and I get paid this, but you know, I feel pretty comfortable and it feels great. Yeah, but also what other income sources do you have that this isn't calculating? You know, what other tax credits may you be getting that you're getting on a weekly or subsidies that you may be receiving that you're receiving net? And if you put another 30% on them, that would effectively be gross. So as an example, say you're receiving $10,000 of said credits, put 30% on, say $13,000, that's another $13,000 of income. That's not going to be caught by these statistics because it's measuring your the gross wage and salary payments to Kiwis across ah, age groups. Being an accountant sounds fun, man. I know, mate. I know. <laughs> Pe- people say, you know, the rich need to pay their fair share. Well, we need to get more people paying tax. Yeah. Well, you actually get to see the real numbers every day. So you're like, what is everyone talking about? Mm. That's what I mean about the marketing, though. Yeah, it's well, not even, it's not even true, but it's been marketed to believe, and people do believe it. You raise a good point, mate, because I actually thought about this to come back to a pot at some stage. I saw recently some conversations around money and shit, and basically a number of comments. You know, why aren't we pressing the, the politicians on why the rich are only paying nine percent tax? And you know, all of that has mm. come off of the back of the IRD report. Yeah, and then yeah. some of them are, oh, why? Why we need to be talking more about how the rich are only paying half of half the tax that everyday Kiwis are. You need to remember that that report was based on economic income, which basically measures unrealized gains on property. So when you're commenting something like that, if you have a house and that's increasing in value. Oh, Lukey boy over here, he's an accountant with those new tax rules. I'm fucking coming for you. Mm. You're in that group too. You got any assets that are increasing in value, any shares, your Kiwi saver? Excuse me, That's it's gone from 30000 to thirty five in a year? Yeah. Due to the market increasing, that's an economic increase. Yeah. So we measured 384 families or whatever it was and then created these statistics and what to kind of fuel everybody's frustration but if we put everyone into that data and not just that 384, remember a lot of you would fit in there too. Yeah, and the fact, like the thing is, is that even calling it economic income is part of the marketing. Yeah. Like, why didn't they just do income tax? Mate, because it's not it gonna... would have flipped it on its fucking head. That's why. Yeah. Because all the people that earn over 180 are paying way more tax than you and would have not fit the narrative. So like all of this, all of this marketing and and stuff is you know, I don't know. Just it just, is what it is. You just I just fucking block it out. But yeah, I just I don't agree with it. But fuck, it is what it is. Yeah, you've got to just come back to your own game plan. What you're doing, where you're at. Are you happy with what you're making? If not, what do you need to do? Do you need to change your vehicle of income that you're in? You know, this data for me highlights that. Like I said at the start, if you're in your 20s or your 30s, you've still got a lot of time to learn about getting paid for value, not for swapping your time. And not kind of going, right, if I stay here for five years, what are my next two moves? What might I be able to get paid? If you want exponential increases in your income and you're thinking you're on 70 at the moment, five years time you might be on 120 because you might get that role. Is it worth waiting five years to get paid that 120 given that the road, the map is clear on how to get there? Mm. What about taking some risk and going, what if I did X, Y, Z for five years? What Mm. could my income look like? Could it be 150? Could it be 200? You know, 
is that important to you? If it's not, it doesn't matter, mm. you know. But you know, when you when you take these risks in your twenties and thirties, you're stacking it. You've still got your forties, your fifties, and you might even want to work some of your sixties. I sat down with someone the other day; they retired at sixty-seven, sold all their no sixty-eight, sold all their businesses and stuff, and cashed out everything at about sixty-eight. Now they're like, I'm fucking never been busier. I've got heaps of travel and stuff to do. Yeah, but they basically were like, I need to make a line in the sand and go, that's the, the year that I'm going to be done with it. Yep. So you might even want to work in your 60s. It's very hard when you're that sort of person to, to want to retire anyway. But remember that if you purely swap your time for money, you're probably going to end up like the statistics where eventually, given your age, the median is going to drag you down. You may not be in the peak of your working capacity. You might be seen to be like that, and it may not even be true. But can you become more valuable and can you learn to do that over time because the market will always pay you to do that. 100% man. Fucking boom. And I don't have an outro song. What was this about? Income? Yeah, I think I had tap out at the start there. Oh yeah. This, uh, well, the old Conor McGregor tap now. I mean, look <laughs> at them. Shit ton of cash. Anyway, hopefully that got you thinking and inspired as always. Be bigger than average. And on the way out, leave that uh, five-star review. Up to 5,000. She say tune, I'm about to come, I say I'm coming with you And she don't like them pretty niggas, sedated niggas She ride this dick, her titties Jesus, baby, what is this? Is this your song, Rupert? Yeah, I might get cancelled for this one Yeah, I might get cancelled for this one